1201 Sports is brought to you by Essential Coaching, allies in holistic coaching and educational program development. Essential Coaching aims to produce exponential generational change by creating the deepest connected coaching community in the world. Your pain points are real, coach, and Essential Coaching wants to help you feel more fulfilled and happier in your career. Join coaches and educators spanning three different continents for real, relevant, and necessary professional development. 1201 Sports listeners can take 15% off with code 15 for 1201. That's 15FOR1201 on any service or a premium community membership. To learn more, visit www.essentialcoaching.net. That's www.essential-coaching.net. Essential Coaching, empowering coaches. Welcome, everybody, to the 1201 Sports Network. This is your Tuesday college football pigskin pick'em show presented by Essential Coaching, Empowering Coaches. I'm your host, Jacob Angevine, and with me today is, again, return of week two, Hoodie Tyler, and we're going to keep it rolling because we had a good week last week. I think Hoodie Tyler's yeah. a, I think Hoodie Tyler may be our key to success here. I've Hoodie never Tyler said Tyler and success in the same sentence without having having no in there as well. But the thing is, is Tyler, Hoodie Tyler worked out for us. We had our best week last time. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, man. The proof is in the pudding. We gained ground on 935. I mean, that's what more can you ask for? We gained ground on 935, and Notre Dame finally gained ground on being an actual football team. So there was big weeks. We should, we're going to talk about it here in just a little bit. But before we get into it, uh, we are nearing the end of the season, which is really sad to say. I know there's two weeks left in the SEC season, I'm pretty sure. I know since Big Ten and Pac-12 started kind of late, their games are going to run over just a little bit into the championship series or the championship weekend. It's still going to be very weird to see how all this is going to work out. We want to predict what we think the top four teams in college football are going to look like when it comes to the playoffs but we also want to say what we want to see because I think that makes for better content than what everybody else in the media is saying. So, oh yeah, Tyler, let's start off with what we want at number four, three, two, one, and then we'll say what we actually think it's going to be. Sound good? Sounds good. So I think my number four here, I really, really want to see this. I love Zach Wilson. I absolutely love Zach Wilson, the quarterback out of BYU. He's still my dark horse to win the Heisman. The kid has been absolutely electric. He's getting some first-round buzz and a kind of a sneak peek into our draft videos, our draft previews. But our guy Jake, he's got him pegged as a first-round talent. He's a big arm. He's electric. He's doing wonderful things in that BYU offense, and BYU is still undefeated here. So if we're talking about the crazy year of COVID, why the hell not? Put the Storm and Mormons in the playoff i would love 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 to see them at number four but what i think is actually going to happen and this might surprise some people but i think we're going to have notre dame in at number four i think that clemson and notre dame will see each other again later on in the season which kind of reveals uh, another one of my playoff teams but number four here 
I definitely feel like it's going to be Notre Dame. Notre Dame has a pretty good team. However, they did struggle with Clemson a little bit, or I guess a Trevor Lawrence-less team. I'll explain later. I don't want to give too much away, but I think my number four team there, what I want to see is BYU, but what I think is going to be is Notre Dame. I think our our want is going to be very similar. I don't have BYU at four, but I have Cincinnati at four. I want to see Cincinnati get in and be the number four seed. I think they're – I don't count BYU as G5. They're just – they're in that gray area to me. Yeah. I think I think Cincinnati is the best G5 school in the country. And you know what? It like you said, it's 2020. Why not? Give Absolutely. them a shot. Granted, they're they're going to they're going to play somebody really good, and they there's an outside chance they get get their brains beat in. But I, I, I want to see it. It's the year of 2020. Why not? Yeah, Cincinnati's. Are, I mean, I'm sorry. COVID and 2020 have already taken so much from us. The least it could do is give us Cincinnati or a G5 team in the freaking playoff. I think that would be electric. And what I think, th- this is probably going to throw some of you, but just stay with me. BYU at four. What the? F- Stop. I think you don't, no, actually, no, no, you don't actually believe that, do you? There, There's a very slim chance. Very slim chance. we got to have some stuff happen, oh, which God. is not a possibility. Got to have some stuff happen. I think BYU runs the table. I think they just beat the best team last week on their schedule in Boise State, and they demolished them. It wasn't even a game. So I think they run, I think they run the table. And I think you have a wacky end of the season. I think the Big 12 is out. I think the Pac-12 is going to be out. I as they should be. As they should be. As they should be. SEC's getting a team in. Because Bama's – it's going to be Bama or Florida. Both, either one of them is going to be good enough to be in it. Clemson or Notre Dame is going to be in there. And I'm kind of hoping we don't get both of them. And then that leaves the Big Ten. I'm, I'm hoping – I'm thinking that Notre Dame is going to have an inexplicable loss, even though I have been on the Notre Dame bandwagon this year. I think they'll have an inexplicable loss – that will basically cancel out the Clemson win. Clemson will beat them in the ACC championship game, leaving the number four spot wide open for BYU. It still sounds crazy when you say it and explain it, but I it could happen. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID with, with the whole 2020 season. It's It's all gone to shit. I don't know what's going to happen. I was thinking we were going to have a Big 12 team. I thought maybe we'd finally see Oklahoma maybe, just maybe make a run. I'd maybe see Oklahoma State crack into the top four. But I just don't see it anymore. And so I really think it opens up the table for – or opens up a seat at the table for one of these G5 schools. And BYU or Cincinnati, I think, have a really good shot. So I I agree with you, but it's going to take a lot for it to happen. It's gonna take a, it's gonna take a lot, and I and I do I, I do see that it's gonna take a lot. My number I don't th- think it's out of the realm of possibility. My number three team for what I want, and for what I think is gonna happen here, it's gonna be the same. And I know it's chalk, whatever, but I definitely think it's gonna be Ohio State at number three for my want, or for my want, and what I think is gonna happen. Ohio State's team is just really freaking good. 
Justin Fields is an electric quarterback. He's definitely going to be the number two overall pick if the offensive tackle from Oregon is not taken. But, man, Justin Fields is absolutely electric. They're tearing people up. They haven't skipped a beat. But, of course, when you have 18 months to prepare for college football because your entire conference wants to skip out and quarantine people for 21 days at a time, then, yeah, you should be ready to play big-time college football. But Ohio State, they have a complete roster. They have an absolute electric offense. So give me Justin Fields and the Buckeyes to be at that number three spot for what I want because I want to see the best teams go at it. I, I really do. I still feel like the Big Ten should be penalized, but they're going to go undefeated. They're going to win their conference championship. They're one of the best teams in the country, so you have to have them in there somewhere. So that's going to be my number three for what I think is going to happen too. So my number three for what I want is going to be BYU. I want to see the Storm and Mormons in there. I think I think they're one of the most exciting teams in the nation. Zach Wilson is a stud. I want to see him on the biggest stage. This is going to go – this is kind of going to be a little bit of a, of a tip to my number two, but I don't want to see Ohio State in there. I think that I think there should be consequences for only playing as small of a sample size as they're going to play. There should be consequences for that. And I think that's going to come at the expense of Ohio State or what I, I want it to come at the expense of Ohio State missing the playoff. Not that they don't deserve it because I do think that they are – the best team in the nation. Justin Fields is an elite prospect. Absolutely. He's, he's everything that you want to in a quarterback and more. I'm not knocking him, not hating him. I think that they are a, an exceptional football team. But if you're only playing, what, six games, there's got to be consequences for it. The Big Ten and is this playing is the consequence. 10. Big Ten is playing – no, no, they're, they're playing, playing eight. Are they? They're playing eight. I think they're playing eight. Big Ten's playing eight. Because okay. the Pac-12 and the Maction are playing six. That's what it is. But yeah, Big Ten's playing eight. Still not a full schedule. Still, but still not as many as SEC's playing as what all the as what all the other teams are playing. So there has to be a consequence for that. So I'm gonna stick with that. What I think will happen, number three, I think you can hit it on the head. It's gonna be Ohio State. It's it's gonna be Ohio State at the end. Yeah, my number two, what I want to happen. Again, I think it's going to be the same. But my number two here, I think what I want to happen, it's going to be Alabama. Uh, I think Alabama is the best team uh, in the SEC by far. Uh, Big Mac Jones. If you guys haven't seen that picture circling on Twitter of Mac Jones with a shirt off, you look at all these other quarterbacks and these elite quarterback prospects, and I'm talking elite, and these guys are chiseled. I'm talking about these guys have muscle. These guys have the 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 bro the the broness of a quarterback, the broness of a top ten prospect, the broness of yeah, that's right. I play quarterback for so and so university, and I'm a freaking stud. You look at Mac Jones, and he looks like the 15 year old, 16 year old chubby kid that wants to play quarterback. But the thing is, is he's playing pretty damn well. I love what Mac Jones is doing. I love Alabama. And again, my number two is probably going to be the same here. Yeah, I might change it up just a little bit, but uh, damn. Actually, yeah, I'm going to change it up. Alabama is going to be my number two of what I what I want to happen, but I think my number two here is going to be the Clemson Tigers. I think the Clemson Tigers are going to fight their way back into the top four. Um, 
I think, like I said, they are going to meet Notre Dame again in the ACC championship. And I actually think with Trevor Lawrence being back, I think it's going to be a completely different ballgame. I mean, we had uh, Notre Dame sh- – they, they didn't struggle. I don't, I'm not going to say they struggled. But with DJ Uangalele, a freshman quarterback whose only games he's played in has been Boston College and garbage time and other games, like he had a week to prepare for Notre Dame. And this is a freshman, guys. This is a freshman. And Notre Dame's team that everybody was talking about, this great defense, DJ Ungalele, he looked pretty damn good. He is going to be just fine in the ACC for years to come. Clemson is not going to miss a step when Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jets in the offseason. I mean, I love Clemson. I love Clemson, but I love Alabama too. And that kind of is my two and one, but I'll explain uh, Clemson here in a little bit. But uh, Tyler, go ahead. All right, for my number two, what I want is just going to play into the whole getting BYU in type deal i think notre dame misses it i think they end up being the first team out interesting so that puts clemson at number two because they have a loss i think bama's going to run the run the gambit i don't think they're going to lose anybody i think they're going to be undefeated they're going to be 11 and 0 so that puts clemson at number two for me the only, the only blemish is going to be Having a loss without Trevor Lawrence. I mean, come on. I mean, are we, what what more can you say? I mean, this team is perfect for the most part. And I think that – and I mean, I, I can't say anything else. I mean, it's Clemson. It's Clemson and Alabama. I, I'll just save you the time. My number one and number two for what I want and what's going to happen is the same. Alabama one, Clemson two. Yeah, mine's, mine's the exact opposite. Like I said, I wanted Alabama at number two. Um, or uh, what I would want to see is Al- is Alabama coming in number two. But what I think is going to happen is Alabama is going to come in at number one. Nobody in the SEC. I don't even think Florida. I think you want to you want to get real crazy, Tyler. Of what I want to happen, I had Florida pegged as one of my teams that Arkansas is going to beat. And who does Arkansas play this week? Florida. Florida. Florida's a seventeen and a half point favorite in that game. I'm putting all the damn money in Arkansas. Arkansas's defense is playing at elite levels right now. I love what. Sam Pittman is doing, which, by the way, prayers out to Sam Pittman. I don't know if he had a positive COVID test. A lot of people are saying it may be a false positive. We'll see, though. We're hoping for it because he said he's feeling fine. But we'll see what happens. Crazy. uh, But I love what Sam Pittman is doing. I love what uh, what Barry Odom is doing. I think that Bryles needs to step it up a little bit. But the thing is, is he's got to get his guys in. He's got a Felipe Franks quarterback who was not really built to run that system. But enough talking about Arkansas, even though I'd love to see him in the playoff. But it's not going to happen anytime soon. Maybe in a couple of years, but not anytime real soon. But Alabama is the best team in the nation, bar none. And the thing is, they're led by Big Mac Jones. And when I say Big Mac, I mean Big Mac. Because, guys, you need to find that picture on Twitter, Big Mac. You know what I want? I want Bama to go in as the one seed, get Logan's height or Logan's hopes up really high. And then get upset by BYU. I would love that. If they get – oh, shit. Zach Wilson – Automatic first, he's got to be the first overall pick there. Screw that Trevor Lawrence guy. You know, you know, everybody talks about color games. Bama versus BYU would be an all-time color game. That red and white versus that blue and white, be sick. Recap our games from last week. Like I said, or like Tyler did tell us earlier, we got a two-game lead this week, or we knocked our lead down by two. 
Uh, but Tyler, quickly recap our games and our picks last week. Okay, so last week we got the BYU de- demolishing of Boise State correctly. We got the Florida Georgia game. We picked that. We barely picked that correctly. Uh, we said that Georgia would win but not cover. Therefore, that would mean that a Florida cover is what we chose. We got that. We got the Indiana upset of Michigan right. We got the Clemson upset picked correctly. Barely picked Oklahoma State, Kansas State game correctly by like half a point. Yeah, no shit. That game was way closer than I thought. Only only game we got wrong was Euclid versus Colorado. We almost had a clean sweep. I mean, Should have, could have, would have. that yet. Should have, could have, would have. But, hey, Should've it's another week. Would've. Hoodie Tyler's back in action. So, Hoodie Tyler, tell us the first game we got on the slate this week. First game on the slate this week is number three. Wait. I Number three. I had to write that down. Type that in wrong. Come on. Use your words. I think I typed something wrong. Number 13, Wisconsin, who is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Michigan. I think Wisconsin, even though they've had some injury issues. They haven't had injury issues. They've had COVID issues. The whole program basically got shut down for 21 days. Injured? The quarterback got injured, yeah, for sure. True. The quarterback is injured, and the quarterback looked really good. Graham Mertz, I think is his, uh, Graham Mertz, I think is his name? Yeah. yeah. Graham Mertz, he's injured. He's out. And I think now they're down to their fourth-string quarterback, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but, yeah, the entire team of Wisconsin just – that's why Big Cat was so mad on his Barstool podcast, and he's gotten mad at people for COVID shaming. But the thing is, is Michigan, if you still believe in Michigan, you really need to seek mental help. Like, I will give you yeah, the number Michigan's to my bad. counselor. DM me on Twitter. You can find me at the 1201 Sports page. DM me. Ask for my counselor's number. I will gladly give you her number. She is amazing. But Wisconsin here, they're going to win and cover. Wisconsin, uh, even though I don't know who their quarterback is going to be, but Wisconsin's had three weeks to prepare. Give me Wisconsin. Give me the Badgers. Yeah. Yeah, Wisconsin, don't really know what they're going to be, but Michigan's just bad. They're they're just bad. I-35 agrees with us. They say that, that Wisconsin covers. So, going on to the next game, number nine, Miami, travels to Blacksburg, Virginia, take on Virginia Tech, who is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. What you got? I still don't understand why Virginia Tech is favored here. Uh, unless Derek King, unless we completely miss something, and I'm going to check Twitter one last time, but I don't think Derek King is injured in this game. And if Derek King is not playing, then there is no way in hell that Virginia Tech should be a two and a half point favorite. You know, I just, I, I don't understand why they're a two and a half point favorite. Give me Miami to win and cover this thing by freaking landslide. Derek King is playing out of his yeah. mind this year. And Derek King should also be involved in the Heisman conversation. Oh, yeah. I mean, Miami wins this, and it's not even particularly close. I, like, I'm like, I don't understand. I, I guess they're they're saying that home field advantage, maybe. But even even then, that they, they're saying that Miami take away home field advantage, they'd be, what, a half-point favorite? And that's just not even right. I think Miami wins this going away. It's not going to be close. I-35 agrees with this. They say Miami covers – Look, guys, it's it's not going to be close. The What's next the, game we have yep, – go ahead. Next game we have is Baylor versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. What you got? 
Uh, before we get into this game and more terrible Big 12 action, I love the sound of your air conditioner. The, the sound of your air conditioner into the mic is so soothing. I just want to let the people know that or whatever noise that is, but it is fantastic. Uh, Baylor, I'm, Texas. I'm all Tech the way across here. my apartment. Uh, I mean, we have good mics. They pick up everything. Uh, Baylor and Texas everything. Tech. Texas Tech, like you said, coming in a one and a half point favorite here. I, I, I've just gotten so upset with the Big 12. I don't know what to think of it. That Oklahoma's pissed me off. Oklahoma State's pissed me off. TCU is awful. I really don't know what to think. So I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. I'm going to throw a dart at a wall, and I'm really hoping it lands on Baylor. It landed on Baylor. Yeah, we're going with Baylor over Texas Tech. I think, I think Baylor, but I think Baylor covers in this game, honestly. The Big 12 is such a crapshoot right now. Like you said, I don't I don't I don't know what to believe with the Big 12 right now. Everything is just bad. It's just bad. It's bad football. Like, it's bad football. There's, there's no already defense. no defense, and now there's like games just going either which way every single week. We have no idea what's going on. We have Kansas State actually becoming a team. We have Kansas still sucking ass, which isn't you know anything new. Oklahoma not really know what the hell they're doing, which they should be really good. Oklahoma State just flopping out. I don't even know what to think about it. So just give us Baylor. What does what does I-35 and the Big 12 experts have to say? The Big 12 experts say Texas Tech covers. Look, they may be right. I mean, I, I really don't know. The Big 12 is such a crapshoot. Our next game, number 12, Georgia, who is an 11-and-a-half point favorite, goes on the road to Missouri what you got uh, Stetson Bennett did take a shot in this game but he did come back out of the tunnel um, so expect, expect Stetson Bennett to go ahead and come out even though I don't know why but apparently Georgia has two five-star quarterbacks on the bench right now which makes sense because Kirby Smart once had Justin Fields and decided to not play Justin Fields that just goes to show you what kind of coach Kirby Smart is but Georgia here is an 11 half point favorite on the road to Missouri. Missouri's absolutely terrible. The offensive stats here, don't let that fool you, but I definitely think Georgia, I think Georgia covers here. Missouri's just bad. Missouri's bad at football. It's going to be close. It's going to come down to a garbage time score. I think, I think you're right. I think Stetson Bennett starts the game, but I think we maybe get a quarter of him. I think his time starting is coming to an end. He's a little banged up. It, it's time for JT Daniels to take over. I mean, it, it really is. It's been time. And and I've heard about some rumor or whatever on the Unnecessary Roughness podcast. There was some rumor going around that JT Daniels, he has like an insurance policy that hasn't cleared him to go back and play football yet. The doctors have cleared JT Daniels, but his insurance policy hasn't. I don't know how true that is. I don't want to get involved in any legal action with him or his lawyers, whatever. I, I don't know. But – Stetson Bennett here, he's not a good quarterback. He's done fine, but the thing is, you're Georgia. You have to play at an elite level, an elite level if you want to make it to the next level. I don't trust Georgia, but I do trust them over Missouri because Missouri is absolutely shitty. Yeah, I-35 agrees with this. I mean, Georgia should cover this. They've got the talent. Only place I don't think that Georgia out-talents Missouri is starting quarterback, and, it, and that that's a wash. But Georgia has way too much talent at the end of the day. Next game, number 11, Oregon, who's a nine-point favorite, traveling to Wazoo. This is going to be fun. 
Yeah, uh, we get to see. Shout out to Bridget Case, uh, former Oregon cheerleader. Uh, she has got her own podcast as well. Go listen to her after Orange Slices. Go ahead and give me the Ducks here. Uh, I, I, I don't really know what to think of Wazoo now because they lost the Pirate and they're going to be more of an actual offense instead of just total air raid. But give me Oregon here. I think Oregon's pretty dang good, even though they're going to be without their starting uh, tackle. But go ahead and give me the Ducks. They fly high here against Wazoo as a nine-point favorite. They're going to win and cover. Yeah. Yeah, I think they cover. This game, it's going to be it's going to be over at halftime. Wazoo's going to hang around. And it's just it's going to be ugly, I think. I think Oregon covers. And I think this is going to be kind of an eh ball game. I-35 says Oregon covers too. It's Pac-12. Nobody really cares. What about that last game, last but not least? Last but not least, number 15, Coastal Carolina, who's a 10-point favorite. The Chanticleers, baby. The Chanticleers traveling to Troy. You know, I'm I'm really hyped about this Coastal Carolina team. You know, they're not Cincinnati. They're not Houston. They're not Memphis. Right. But they're fun. I mean, that teal turf is The surf turf. Awesome. I, the surf turf. I hate the Smurf turf. I hate it. It's too dark. It's too dark but, blue. But, but the surf turf, it's, it's actually it's the very surf relaxing. Turf is nice. It's very relaxing. It's nice. Yeah, I like yeah, I, I, think, I like I think, the Chanticleers here. Absolutely. Ten and a half point favorite over Troy. Coastal Carolina's been rolling this year. They're 15 in the country. Go ahead and give me the yeah, give me Coastal Carolina. Yeah, when I saw it was only 10, I was like, really? I mean, I was I was expecting it to be like 15 to 20-ish. Uh I, Coastal Carolina could roll Troy, and it's not even going to be particularly close, I don't think. I think it, it's after the first quarter, go ahead and call game pretty much. I-35 says Coastal Carolina covers as well. This is this is going to be a fun team to watch. This is a team to watch out for at the end of the year. Like I said, I don't think they're going to be the best team in G5, but they're a team to watch out for. But, damn, it sure be fun to see Coastal Carolina in the New Year's Six Bowl. Well, guys, that's about all the time we have for today. Those have been your top six games uh, br- brought to you by 1201 Sports Crew and your college pigskin pick'em show. Again, be sure to check out all of our content five days a week on the 1201 Sports Network, wherever you listen to your podcast. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Essential Coaching, empowering coaches at www.essential-coaching.net and use our code 15 for 1201 to save 15% on your purchase, whether it's looking for swag, uh, any of the gear that they offer, any of the products and services, or if you're a podcast out there looking for pretty cool graphics, look up the hashtag EC graphics and you can find some of the material that they have out there on Twitter and Instagram. Again, I'm your host, Jacob Angevine. My good friend, my awesome co-host, Hoodie T. Kane Cloud. And always remember, at 1201 Sports, even when we're wrong, we're always right. Peace.